This is the Talk of Akron, WNIR 100 FM. Now, here's John Couchburner Denning. The Talk of Akron, WNIR. WNIR, hello. Yes, um, I think that we need to find a kill switch for the COVID. Uh, I've been involved in the early 2000s with students on projects called Hope and Beyond, which they focused on HIV testing. And they had a project nationally between California and San Antonio, Texas, where the students had runs and programs to focus on HIV testing for India, in, in turn teaching kids about HIV prevention, which simply means if you had HIV, you had to get some treatment. There was no vaccine. If you if you were aware of it, you could at least prevent it by measures of engaging where you could contract it. Mm-hmm. But the problem with the HIV status was the incubation status before full-blown AIDS. Mm-hmm. And what we have here, no vaccine for that. But what we have here, we do have vaccines for this COVID. Mm-hmm. But what we don't have is what they're now calling which I call down the line uh, triggering uh, disease uh, affliction, they're calling it the long hauling. And now long hauling is starting to appear Mm. with vaccinated and, of course, unvaccinated people Mm -hmm. uh, with this COVID problem. How do do we get the attention out there that there is such a thing as a hidden factor which could occur even with the low symptoms or no symptom individuals contracting this particular disease covid now how do we deal with that in a in a general public way you're on radio you have a you have an well i'm not, not exactly sure what you're asking well i'm asking is is there a way to get more informative about the long haul or the hidden factor of the disease re-triggering disease in a more harmful way than the symptoms call for well, what's your definition of a long hauler? Somebody that gets uh, coronavirus, got coronavirus uh, eight, nine, ten months ago, and it's still affecting their, um, we'll say their, well, they're just a, uh, they have afflictions of various things, sn- smell and taste and other things. Is that what you're talking about? <clears throat> well, no, I'm saying is, is the long haul like HIV? HIV was an incubation period for full-blown AIDS. Hmm. Are there are there substance? Is there? I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Well, I'll ask it, and we'll get some people to call in. Thank you for calling. Call me again, but I have to go. I got to get caught up. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Well, WNIR. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Fine. Thank you. Uh, actually, the reason I called was to help the gentleman out who asked about the COVID long haulers. But then, then that last character just really got me going. I thought that was really cute, and I, I wanted to comment on that. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the gentleman that called about the COVID long haulers, uh, the monoclonal antibodies are supposedly helping the uh, COVID long haulers regain their taste and everything like that. So, How does uh, one get a monoclonal antibody treatment? How does that work? Uh, it's an infusion. They do it just like, you know, just like they do a, uh, blood infusion. Well, there was a lawsuit. The guy down in Cincinnati, a couple, I don't know, five, six, seven weeks ago, he wanted that treatment and the, uh, federal judge down here in Cincinnati said the hospital didn't have to offer it. So what I'm asking is where do you get it? Oh, well, that's the thing. It's just because you need it to to get your taste back doesn't mean you're going to get it. In order to get it, you, you have to qualify for it, which means you have to, uh, 
testifies as being positive for COVID, and your doctor has to, you know, and you have to get it at, at, a, at a specified treatment center, and it has to be ordered, and the whole nine yards. So just because it's available doesn't mean you're going to get it. I, that, that's, is, that was that my is, point. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people think but, you can't go right. pick it up at our local pharmacy. What else you have? No, no, but the, but the, that is supposed to be a solution for the long haulers. But okay. getting it is, is a completely different thing. Sure. I have to go. Thanks for the call. Okay. W N I R. Hello, you're on the air. Is it me? It is. You got two. Let her fly. I got a quick question. Everybody and their brothers getting the COVID now, the Omicron, whatever they want to label it. Whatever happened to herd immunity? Should we not have hit that by now? Twice. Over? Well, we had a theory earlier about the original COVID nineteen before the Delta variant. The original COVID nineteen doesn't appear to be. Maybe we have herd immunity on that. The Delta variant, maybe we've hit herd immunity on that. So we do have herd immunity. The problem is these, this virus evolves, and we have to get new. Now we got to get herd immunity for Omicron, and then the new one in France is called IHU. You know, so whatever, you know, but, yeah. Well, right before the midterms, there's going to be the new COVID called UR Screw. So. <laughs> okay. All right, call me again. Right, i got to go. Take yeah, care. Day, Appreciate buddy. it. Thank you. All right, so we went through from... One phone call to the lines jam to an opportunity for you. If you can hold on for 10 or 12 minutes after Mark's local news, we'll get you on the air. 330-673-1234. WNIR. Connect. From ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. Omicron cases surging nationwide. The rise in cases in Los Angeles impacting emergency workers and police ranks. Today, the mayor says he's confident next month's Super Bowl will take place in the host city, but the NFL might be looking for a backup. The NFL has reached out to AT&T Stadium in Dallas to see if it could take the Super Bowl if the NFL needs to move the game out of L.A., according to our ABC News affiliate WFAA, citing Dallas Cowboys sources. They say the team and league are engaging in talks about Dallas serving as a backup city for the 2022 Super Bowl should rules here in California become a problem playing the game. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. You're listening to ABC News. WNIR, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Couch, how are we doing, man? I'm super. Thanks for asking. So first uh, thing, your kill switch question, um, unfortunately, makes me think of COVID restrictions, especially over um, seas, because like in the Philippines, the president over there said, Hey, if you're not vaccinated, you need to stay. All right, let's 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 run with that for a minute, okay? In five years from now, COVID's going to be with us in five years. It's going to be with us just like influenza's been since the great pandemic uh, after World War One. So five years from now, these cars in Detroit are forced to have kill switches. You tested positive? Oh no, we're going to kill your car for ten days. Right. Right. The risk of giving more power to. Now, if I would have said that thirty years ago. Uh, Howie, do you ever think that they'll have a kill switch? You wouldn't be able to drive from uh, your house to work? And the answer is no. I think we're here in 2022, aren't we? <laughs> right. Um, and the other reason I was calling is um, it sounded like when I spoke to you on Tuesday that you are curious about the army vaccine that I mentioned. Oh, yeah. What? Tell me about that again. What was that again? Yeah. So I, I pulled the article back up, and it's from the... Emerging Infectious Disease Branch of the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research. All right. So wait a minute. Emerge. I'm going to look that up. Emergent. So Walter Reed. Yep. Who was Walter Reed? We'll we'll get to that later. That's always that's an interesting story. But um, so you said that these the emerging whatever the Walter Reed Army Hospital 
are talking about what now? Yeah, so they created their own vaccine. Um, and in the article, it shares that they went through animal trials and they've already gone through the first phase of human trials. Hmm. Uh, so they still need to go through phase two and three. Of a COVID vaccine. Right. But in, their goal is for the vaccine to be able to handle any mutations. In, and do, do they think that that would, it, does it use mRNA technology? Do you know? It's a spike protein. I'm, it mentions that in here. A spike uh, protein. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, I hope. I hope that that's true, you know. Yeah, the doctor that mentions that they're interviewed says um, the vaccine has 24 faces like a soccer ball face right. mm-hmm. uh, allows scientists to attach spikes of multiple strains um, to different faces of the protein. Well, the term corona comes from the coronation of a king or queen, meaning that their crown, when you look at it under a microscope, it has those things that look like a crown on a, you know, that. hence that's the name corona. And that goes back, it's a common cold, you know, cousin. Um, well, that's hopeful, I guess, right? Yeah, it is. Um, and one interesting thing in here is that... Why time, haven't we heard more about that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I think the way I thought it was... <laughs> Why is it a... I'm going to play the conspiracy... You're a conspiracy nut. The Army's doing their own uh, vax... Well, I hope it's true. I hope somebody comes up with it. I don't care who does it, right? Yep. But one interesting thing I'll end with this is uh, he mentions in the article the doctor that's working on it. Um, that the Omicron virus, he believes pretty much everyone is either going to get a strain of COVID and overcome it, or everyone's going to be vaccinated. So it means at some point, everybody's going to be protected from either contracting it or getting back. Yeah, did they mention the term herd immunity at all? No, not there. Ah, that's interesting. Okay, well, thanks for coming back and uh, bringing that. I'll look into that. That interests me. All right, Austin Couch, thanks. Thank you. Take care. Think. I'm going to totally by memory. If I was on Zipper. I think Walter Reed, um, yellow fever, I think Walter Reed was the one that that found out that mosquitoes in the Panama Canal were what were spreading yellow fever. And then our friends at Standard Oil, J.D. Rockefeller, sent what millions and millions of gallons of kerosene to spray on top of all the water where the in, in down there in the panama canal i think that's what walter reed was the one that came up with was he figured out yellow fever was killing our um, military people i think that's true somebody call and confirm it wnir hello Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, we're uh, coming around the bell lap here at 19 minutes okay. of the Bob Golick Show. All right, all right. I have a theory on this Omicron, and I, I'm going to stick with it because I really feel this is what's going on. Okay. It, it's a wimpy strain, but once you get it and you've had it, you'll be immune. Because nobody would get the vaccine, so I feel like they're, vac- they're forced vaccinating everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, man. Because it's a different. It's, you got to remember, these things are not naturally. Occurring. Okay, so let me. Okay, so here's the thing. We got to 70 percent vaccination rate in Ohio. So said Governor DeWine. And right before Christmas, I played the audio where he said, "I'm rolling out a thousand National Guards. Nine out of ten people in our hospitals in Ohio are the unvaccinated." So the people that engineered 
the <laughs> COVID-19 and then the Delta variant. The Omicron variant is less lethal, but it's... Lethal. I don't think it's killed anybody. All right, well, I don't... We'll just say less lethal. I, I can't... But what? What? let's just roll with the theory. Right, right. Omicron is more... Contagious. Contagious. And therefore, <laughs> even the non-vax, they're not going to get sick, but they've been exposed to it, and they would get natural antibodies? Right. And the natural antibodies are much, much more... Ah. So, see, they hey. can't reach herd immunity. Listen to me for a second. They yeah. can't reach herd immunity with the vaccinations because the vaccines don't work thoroughly enough. You can't get everybody. I mean, I guess you could eventually with, you know, National Guard and, you know, right. high stepping and all that other uh-huh. stuff. But mm-hmm. no, it doesn't work. And so they had this is their like safety switch. Mm. And so they pulled the safety switch because it was getting out of hand. People's not listening. It was more for other reasons, I think, than it was really to kill. I mean, it was a you know how they do multiple duty things. Uh, you know, you never not take advantage of a good crisis. Right, a false flag almost, huh? Well, yeah. So this this is because they they found out who's going to get vaccinated, who's not, so they know who the resistance people are. Mm. Um, you know, they know who the, the the sheeple are also, though. So you know, it's just. I think this was their, their like safety switch. So now they put this Omicron out that nobody's really going to, you know, they'll, they'll have a clear conscience on it because they didn't hurt anybody in the process. They just kind of forced everything. I am an email. I'm just glancing through oh. some of my emails here. Couch, I think that the 5G, AT&T is delaying the rollout of the fifth generation because they're afraid that the United States airplanes might be affected by it. We heard that, right? Hey, oh, I'm man. Gonna, one last thing yeah. about this Omicron. Yeah. It is a difference in Latin and Greek, I believe it is. There's a thing called omni. Well, omni is all and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know how the government doesn't get everything right all the time. I thought that the um, Futurama had the uh, planet Omicron in it, <laughs> the cartoon. Did you hear that? Somebody called me with yeah, that. No, I'm, I'm, but I got to brush up on my, uh, um, oh, what's his name, the Simpsons, so that I can find out what's really going yeah, on. Yeah, Homer Simpson. <laughs> We appreciate that. Bob Golick is next on the Talk of Akron, WNIR Kent Akron. It's 3 o'clock in the rubber capital. Here's ABC. From ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. The surge in Omicron cases creating a domino effect and leading to stepped-up mask requirements in L.A. County. Beginning January 17th, all employers here in L.A. County will be required to give their employees, and their employees will be required by rule to wear well-fitting medical-grade masks, surgical masks, or higher-level respirators like N95s or KN95s if they're indoors and around anybody else. Cloth masks will no longer be enough under L.A. County workplace rules. ABC's Alex Stone reporting from Los Angeles County. You're listening to ABC News.